The number one thing wealthy people attribute their success to is a four-letter word. And coincidentally, it's the same thing that makes you healthy and happy. The formulation for all three is the same. Hello, Laura Pareka here, and you are there and we are together. So let's get learning, shall we? You want to get this right, because if you don't, you end up stressed, upset, agitated, unfulfilled, unhappy, tired, all of that, which is what we don't want when we don't get this one four-letter word right. See, wealthy people, they have figured this out, and so have healthy people and happy people, all kinds of success. And the four-letter word is grit. Yes, you heard me, grit tenacity, the ability to keep on going, keep chugging along like the little engine that could. I think I can. I think I can. I think I can. I knew I could. I knew I could. I knew I could. Right? Getting over that hill, over that hump. Let me tell you a little story about Bill, one of my mentees years ago. You see, his life was far from perfect. When I first met him, he was disheveled. He was at his wit's end. Uh, He was not altogether sure that he was where he wanted to be, (laughs) but he was clever enough to work with a mentor, and his grit was due to three things that I'm going to teach you about after I tell you his story. All right, now he had former jobs when he came to me for me to mentor him. Three former jobs that were big. One was he had been in the Secret Service, and he learned a lot along the way. I ain't going to lie. That can teach you some skills, my friend. He was a motorcycle racer in Europe. He would race motorcycles for the endorsements. Um, I don't know, advertisers. I don't know how that worked, but... That's how he made a living, racing motorcycles, much to the chagrin of his wife. (laughs) And then he moved back to America, but not in one of the normal places. He was up in Alaska. He became a middle school teacher for the Inuits. And that is, uh, we used to say the word Eskimo, which is not politically correct now. But in Alaska, the Inuit people are the indigenous people and they live off the land. And he taught the middle schoolers in school there. And so he had a variety of jobs in his past. But he had just had a nervous breakdown because his wife had left him. And to add insult to injury, she took the kids with her. Now, this is hard enough for anyone to handle. But he just, he told me that he, in confidence, that he'd had a nervous breakdown and he had gotten over it and he decided to move back to Las Vegas, which is the place that coincidentally he had lived with his parents up until fourth grade. And in fourth grade, he was a little bit of a problem child skipping school. And then they, then they had moved to another state. So he found it very interesting that the universe decided to have a sense of humor and to put him in fourth grade as a teacher in a high at-risk school with kids that were very much uh, into all sorts of things other than learning. (laughs) So there he was, right? In a low-paying job with high stress. And to top it all off, his students barely spoke English. This was not the only challenge in working with these at-risk students that they couldn't speak the language. It was also challenging trying to get himself to be able to fit in at the school because 
Let's just say the school district was one of compliance rather than innovation. You were rewarded for, you know, crossing your T's and dotting your I's, not for coming up with innovative ways to teach the kids and uh, have student achievement, God forbid, be the most important thing. (laughs) So uh, compliance was rewarded and innovative teachers were sometimes punished. Uh, And they didn't fit in with the other teachers, which were more on the norm, you know, about do what you're told. Uh, He told me of many times that he was reprimanded for finding innovative ways to solve problems and helping kids succeed. Now, that doesn't sound like that can possibly be true, but it is. And I know because I was his mentor. I helped him through much of this uh, difficult time that he was going through. I used to see this fella handle roadblock after roadblock as life sent him these curveballs. And it wasn't just with work, his home life as well. As I said, his wife had taken the kids, run off with another man, and that was devastating to him. They were in a different state. She made it difficult for him to see the kids at all and was planning, if she had it her way, to have her new man adopt them adopt them so that uh, she could go on with her life as if there were nothing, uh, you know, no, no, no bad steps along the way, which left him quite out in the cold. Now, he's a fourth grade teacher. He loves kids and he can't be with his own. Top it off, he got a bad loan for his house and in within three months, he lost, maybe it was maybe four months, he lost his house. <laughs> he lost his everything and was relegated to a tiny, dingy apartment, not half the size of his house. Then a court battle in another state where she was trying to take his kids away, even his parental visitation rights. Oh my goodness. Then she wanted to move to Hawaii with the kids. Top it off. Okay, you think that's not bad enough. His mother gets ill. His father gets ill and dies. This is not easy for anyone to handle. But this young man kept on keeping on. He had a mentor. He had some grit. All right, I'm going to tell you about that grit in a minute. And I kept in touch with him after being his mentor for a few years. So uh, suffice to say, I still know of him now. We probably talk on the phone, you know, once or twice a a year. He is not only alive and happy, but he is thriving. He's remarried. He has two young children and a house with a swimming pool. (laughs) He has good relationships with his two grown kids. Yes, they've grown up now already. Good relationships with them. Uh, He's helped countless students climb out of poverty and apathy to become literate, capable citizens. Bill is probably the poster boy for tenacity. Not it, it just goes to show you don't need a lot of money. You don't need a lot of uh, wit. You don't need a lot of good luck. You don't need a lot of circumstances or a lot of friends. What you need is grit. He was able to handle all sorts of adversity. He didn't let it keep him down. As they say, adversity does not make the man. No, they say Sorry, that's not what they say. Circumstance does not make the man. It reveals him to himself. So when things come up in your life, what happens? What do you do? You will find out what kind of grit you have, the more bad luck you have. 
How's that song go from that old TV show when I was a child? If it weren't for bad luck, we'd have no luck at all. True despair and agony on me. Well, this poor fella had his share of it, but didn't let it get him down. You can't keep a good guy down, right? He'd get back up. He would press on. He is living proof that persistence pays. And conviction, too. You got to have conviction because that really matters in the whole deal, right? You got to keep trying. Eventually, you create your own reality. And then you get to be where he is now, which is happy healthy, prosperous, enjoying life, enjoying his two young children. He gets to raise them. He gets to do it right this time. He gets to do it the way he wanted to all along. We all have choices like Bill. We can press on. We can get a mentor coach. We can come up with a process that eventually puts us on top. And if you think that you don't have a process, and if you think to be happy and creative and a difference maker, You can just wing it. Let me tell you that you do have a process. It's just not a process you have created. You've just fallen into one. Your culture, your mom, your foster parents, your society have created the process that you are following if you have not decided to create your own process. See, unconsciously, we just follow like the Pied Piper leading us into the water to drown. We just follow along with what society tells us and how the culture has raised us. But you got to wake up, right? If you want to be fulfilled and happy, you have to decide on growth. Be aware. Get a trusted advisor, um, someone that, that, that can help you, someone that's been where you are and knows the path and helps you to create the right path tailored for you. <laughs> now, no one can do it for you. But they can do it with you. And that's my intention right here, right now. So I'm going to give you three steps to help you build tenacity so you can have that grit. And hopefully you'll teach someone else as well. If you're not already, which maybe you are. (laughs) So number one is you need to have a reason. You know, Bill had a reason for getting up each morning. And I look around and too many people spend too much time just floundering. They don't really have a reason for doing anything. They haven't decided to have a purpose or a a calling or maybe they just haven't listened to that still small voice inside. And could that be you? That has been me at times where I just wasn't listening. But we need to have a reason, as Bill certainly did. Which leads me to number two, very big part to help you get that reason. And that is, you need a system. Now, Bill was Tigger. If you know anything about Winnie the Pooh and the characters in that uh, book by, by, um, what was it? Milne? Yeah. Anyway, uh, we all know about Winnie the Pooh. There's been many cartoons made of it and even movies. Now, in Winnie the Pooh, there's every different character to represent every mood you could have. And Bill is, was Tigger. The wonderful thing about Tiggers is Tiggers are wonderful things. Their tops are made out of rubber. Their bottoms are made out of springs. They're bouncy, trouncy, flouncy, pouncy, fun, 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 fun. And Bill knew how to have fun. Oh, yeah, there were times where he was Eeyore. Thanks for noticing me. Not that I'm complaining. Have a good day, if it is, which I doubt. (laughs) But most of the time, he was Tigger. 
and sometimes he was Owl, the wise one, giving you all of the uh, information you need to have a better life. But for the most part, he was Tigger. Now, the system that he used was pretty much based on how he grew up with his father. His father was a very good leader, teacher, trainer, uh, parental role model. He, uh, Bill had his father's, was his mentor. He had his mentor's words in his head, affirmations that he would repeat. He was focused and disciplined because he had a, a system to follow and it was what his dad had trained him up in. And he had ideas. He didn't waste his time gossiping or talking about people. He talked about ideas. You see, small minds talk about people. Average minds talk about events. But great minds, they talk about ideas. He was situationally aware. He would pay attention to what was going on in his environment. Do you? That is a big Big thing, my friend. Many, many people really are oblivious to what's going on in their environment. And we need to wake up. We need to be aware of what's going on. Now, you don't have to have a person who was in your life when you were young who built a system for you. You can build your own. You can start doing affirmations. You can have a mantra. You can read self-help books. Maybe music is your way to get you in the zone. Maybe you journal to help clarify your thoughts. Whatever it is, make sure you've created the system and you're not just blindly following along the system that has been put in place for all the sheep, (laughs) all those that are being herded along each day, just doing their job, going home, having a beer on the couch, falling asleep, and then repeating day after day, week after week, month after month. Now, I'll teach you number three, because number one was have a reason, and number two really should be number one, because having a system will help you with your reason. And before I teach you step three, I want you to know that communication equals wealth. If you ever want to find anything I'm doing, look up hashtag communication equals wealth, and you will find me on all social media. Um... Because communication equals wealth, I would like to offer to you to go to my website, 7dailyhabits.com, and sign up for your 21 tips, free 21 free communication tips to help you to be able to communicate, connect, and empower more, better, stronger. All right, tip number three, do your homework and get a tutor when necessary. (laughs) Now, I'm kind of being a little facetious because of my teaching background, but when something comes along that you don't know, do your homework. It might be to learn a new skill. It might be to take that scary step for advancement. It might be to do that um, uh, thing that you really don't want to do, but you know you should do and you have to do if you're going to be able to sleep at night. Do your homework and get a tutor when necessary. That means get a mentor. Now, people have said to me, I can't afford a mentor right now. And there's no excuse for not having mentors in your life. You can have a mentor dead or alive. And when I say that, uh, what I mean is you can use a book. You can find someone that you admire who's been where you are and who has made it through trial and tribulation. And you can read about them. And that can inspire you. If you read enough about someone, they can actually mentor you without even being alive. So don't have any excuses for not having a mentor. All right? 
So do your homework, whether that means getting new skills, whether that means cleaning up your diet and your exercise. How can you succeed in life if your poor brain and your poor body are not at optimal condition? You want clarity in your brain? You want your body to not get tired when you need to do the things you need to do? Then you need to take care of your mind and your body. Make sure you're doing your homework and get a tutor when necessary. If you like this episode, I want you to listen to two episodes back and it is called Five Reasons You Won't Give Up. That, my friend, is a great episode to help you when you really are in the muck and the mire, okay? Five reasons you won't give up because nobody gets to healthy, happy, and wealthy without grit. Talk to you again soon. Bye-bye.